Greetings, I'm Dr. Anthony Smith of Alashay Center for Enrichment and welcome to Black Folks Do Therapy, where we endeavor to challenge you to think critically about your mental health and overall wellness. Our goal is to inspire you to align your actions and values so that you might live your life fully 86,400 seconds every single day. We do this in part by asking questions and raising issues that you may not have previously considered. Ultimately, we encourage you to do those things that help you to live your best life consistently, always working towards balance. Today's topic, we're going to talk about benefits of being a culturally competent therapist and benefits of seeing a culturally competent therapist. You might ask, why is this even important to begin with? Let me start with a brief story. One time I was driving along the highway in Indiana and I was speeding and so was pulled over by a state trooper. Um, as I saw the lights, I began to think, okay, what do I need to do to get myself prepared to deal with this um, trooper, this stop? Clearly I was speeding, I knew that I was speeding and so um, I deserved a ticket. Um, but I was worried about my safety and making sure that I did not present myself as a threat to the trooper. I did all of this thinking in a matter of seconds. So as I pulled over and the trooper came up behind me, my mind wanted me to present myself in a way that would not be a threat. So I was going to get my insurance so that would all be and I started to reach over to my glove compartment and I said oh no he might think that I'm trying to grab a weapon or something so I stopped put my hands back on the wheel and then I decided well if he saw me reaching over he may think I have something so I decided to just roll down the windows and stick both of my hands out the window as the trooper walked up to my car he approached the window and he looked in with a puzzled look as if to say, why do you have your hands out the window? And I just shrugged I said, and so we both understood in that brief moment that the magnitude of what was happening in terms of my not wanting to alarm him and him feeling based on his expression and the way he responded to me, him feeling a degree of sympathy for the fact that I would even have to position myself in that manner. So he went back to his car and ultimately just gave me a warning, I think in large part because um, there was a level of uh, guilt um, or maybe not guilt, but uh, sympathy. There was something that was there that resonated with him in terms of the way I felt I had to comport myself to uh, make sure I got out of that stop alive. Now, for many people, they can either identify with the story I just told or the story I just told is absolutely incredible, like who would ever think that way? And that 
the way you identify with the story is in large part based on your understanding of how life has happened for you. So for those of us in the African-American community where police brutality and uh, different heinous events have been a regular occurrence, it's natural to be that way. For other people who have always been able to see the police establishment as a protector, a friend, it makes no sense to have that type of response. One isn't right or wrong, they are just different based on your environment, based on the socialization you've had, based on the experiences that you encountered that lead you to be in the place that you are in this moment. So how does this apply to having a culturally competent psychologist? Well, if you experience situations similar to the one I just described, and you go in to see someone who doesn't appreciate or understand the magnitude of the impact that type of experience has on you, they can discount what you're coming in for. And that can lead to a very frustrating therapeutic encounter. On the other hand, if you have someone that lives that and has had that experience themselves, you feel comfortable. You feel like the person can understand, can get where you're coming from, and can thus um, identify with what it is that you are presenting with. So in cross-cultural psychology, there are two terms that we talk about, etiquette and etiquette. The edit term refers to somebody who comes in and studies a community from an outside perspective. They are watching what's happening and they're writing it down and they're making a conclusion based on what they think. An edit perspective is someone who comes, who's involved in the community, who lives and um, thrives in the community and so understands it from an internal perspective as opposed to an external perspective. When we are doing things from an internal perspective, we are giving a more accurate description of what is actually happening. This same concept applies in many cases when we think about the therapeutic context. Somebody from the community providing therapy in a culturally competent way is probably going to have much better results at helping the person who's come in reach the goals that they are there to reach. So having someone who understands you and can uh, appreciate who you are and what you present with is vitally important. In addition, when you have someone who's culturally competent, who understands you, you don't have to, un- you don't have to explain the nuances of the types of things you're dealing with. For instance, if you have been followed around in a store multiple times, You don't have to explain that to your therapist if that is an issue that's bothering you. If you're experiencing racism on the job because of the natural hair that you wear, you don't have to explain that to a therapist who understands and appreciates the dynamics of what that means. You don't have to explain when the intonation of something that was said by a coworker that can be perceived as racist Uh, someone else may say, well, 
that's just a phrase. What, why did you get so offended by that particular phrase? But the intonation and the way that it was said, someone who's culturally competent can identify with that and know exactly what you're talking about. You don't have to explain that. So there's a whole layer of explanation that doesn't have to happen and you can just focus on doing the work that you came there to do and not have to convince the therapist that how you're perceiving this thing is in fact real. So the appreciation of the challenges of racial profiling, uh, redlining, um, being the only one uh, in, an, in a work environment, all these types of things that are real issues that people have to deal with. When you have someone who's culturally competent, you take away the added level of needing to explain these things away uh, or, or validate these things in a way that allows you to then focus on healing yourself and doing the work to um, bring yourself to a better space. So that's the rationale for needing to have a culturally competent therapist. How do you find a culturally competent therapist, you might be asking, because there may not be that many in your area. Well, there are a, a number of resources that you can tap into that can help you find a culturally competent psychologist. One, um, the Association of Black Psychologists is an excellent organization that has a pretty extensive database of psychologists in different areas who are a part of the organization, who are able to adequately help you from the perspective that is going to move you in a manner that you want to grow. So call the Association of Black Psychologists. The main offices are located in Washington, D.C. And you can look them up on the, on the, on the web. They have a website. And they can direct you to someone who can certainly help you. Another organization that can provide uh, options for clinicians that are culturally competent would be the Association of Black Social Workers. Again, they have a national office um, and you can call them and they can direct and guide you to people who would fit your needs. Uh, a last organization that you can look at, every state has a state psychology board and many have diversity committees, diversity um, areas within their psychology board that can direct you to people within the state who are providing culturally competent therapy that would fit your needs. So those are just three areas you can turn to to find people who are providing this type of service. And of course you can always reach out to me and I can um, direct you to people in your area who also might be um, options for you. So ultimately, therapy is about finding a healthy place for you to explore whatever concerns you have in a warm, encouraging, and trusting space that allows for you to be vulnerable. If you have to keep your guard up, then you can't really get to the crux of the matters that are, are, that are troubling you. So if you have to keep your guard up, it's not a safe place for you to grow and be nurtured. Ultimately, finding that safe place is a key aspect to creating positive and lasting change. In closing, I want to remind you to always be a critical thinker as it relates to your mental health and well-being. We always want to inspire you to consciously question your choices to ensure that you are doing those things that bring you happiness and fulfillment. 
please don't forget to subscribe to our channel and share the information with others who might benefit. Connect with us on Twitter at HeartMindHealer and visit our Facebook and Instagram pages at Alashe Center, A-L-A-S-E Center. Our website is alashe.net, A-L-A-S-E.net. And feel free to contact us for any consultations or questions you might have. Things that I might be missing, running too fast to stop to listen.